good football to all. Uh, FYI, this is our third time trying this. This is the <laughs> Shall We Football podcast. I'm AJ with my co-host Colt. This is season three, episode 18, NFL Stats Superlatives. Who will lead the league in categories that matter with guests Connor Rigg and Coach Bruce. Gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Big SWF welcome back to Connor and a novel welcome to Coach Bruce. They'll be joining us to discuss who will lead the NFL and all the fantasy relevant statistical categories that matter to you and your family. First, about Connor, check out his Twitter at NFL for Sam Darnold shade, Amber Heard shade, and polite but manly fantasy content. Plus, he's got that blue check so you know he's a certified nasty boy. NFL correspondent <laughs> for Fantasy Pros at Fantasy Pros, Dynasty writer for Dynasty Nerds at dynasty nerds now coach bruce check out his twitter at coach bruce 122 for punting on qbs until the fifth round minor charles barkley commentary and tips on how not to draft sean watson fyi it's pretty simple fantasy rankings for fantasy pros at fantasy pros content creator for yards per fantasy at yards per now i want to share with our listening faithful a project that has our charity hands all jazzy it's project 32 hashtag project 32 on the yards per fantasy website coach bruce provides provides in-depth breakdowns, projections, and rankings of all 32 teams coupled with promotion of some of your favorite charitable organizations nominated by analysts and fans and in support of Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Big shout out to our friend Matthew Coop Cooper at the underscore Coop and Michael Short with two T's at third three R-D-A-N-D-S-H-O-R-T-T for their visual contributions to the project. Real quick, Coach Bruce, tell us a little bit about it. Uh, why you did it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, this was just something for me to, you know, try to make a, a splash in this space, so to speak, with the part of football that I love and, and kind of bringing NFL football to fantasy football, if that makes sense, and helping people understand, you know, coaching and the offensive line. So, I break down every position group, including the offensive line. I break down the offensive coordinator, the head coach, who the play caller is, and what that means to your fantasy team. And as part of that, we roll it out 32 days, basically 35 days before the season starts. And the last team is a the night before the Thursday night Hall of Fame game. Uh, what's really cool about it is there's 32 fans and or analysts that, that we assign to a team based on their choice. And then they represent that team as part of that project and get to pick the charity of their choice for that team. So as we roll out a team every day for 32 days, there's 32 charities that are involved you can donate to find out more about. So that's a big part of, of what we do. So it's a project. It's really kind of taking a life of its own and super excited for year two to kind of take it to the next level, hopefully, and hopefully we'll get even bigger, bigger turnout for it this year. Well, keep us posted with it. We, uh, we will retweet and share and do whatever, because this is a project that we can certainly get behind great idea and even better execution. Check it out. Not just for the charity, uh, do it for that, but also, I don't know how many of y'all know that the Buffalo bills, uh, ran the West coast style of offense perfected once by Bill Walsh and Joe Montana. So if you want to get stuff like that, come on down and take a look at uh, Project 32. And of course, gentlemen, Connor, you know about this. Coach Bruce, you have no idea about this freight train. They're going to attempt the pronunciation game. And finally, we present the McCorkle Award for episode MVP named for Michael McCorkle Mac Jones. We love him because he's a former child model national champion and first round draft pick with the body of a young John Daly. We've changed the spelling to <laughs> Mac Orkle M, uh, small C, big O, R-C-A-L in honor of my 
former roommate's inability to spell at a rational, uh, functional level. Speaking of which, update on on Evan, yeah, my former it. roommate. Yeah, my former roommate. He is our reason for changing the spelling here. He's the reason for the pronunciation game. It's based on him because uh, he can't say words good, and we'll get to that later. He's a but, dynasty uh, champion too. Yeah, he's a dynasty champion. He is Love also it. going to be on a Jewish matchmaking show on <laughs> Netflix, and we could not be happier or more proud. It's the best thing to happen to some of us in our lives. So We're very, very excited. Solidified. We are at a, we, we are <laughs> wow. riding at about 95% right now and okay. we're climbing up towards 100%. Okay. It is and looking of... very strong. Uh, if I were a betting man, uh, I would put money on him find, not only going love there it. and finding love, but being the toast of Netflix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, this is how we do things here. Connor, you know about this. We're not here to make friends. Human decency and puns, they're just not tolerated. Name calling is required. Do not wait until people are done talking to opine keep it brisk we have tiny bladders no rules just right broke back snake house so gentlemen shall we football damn right let's do Mm -hmm. it and now a dramatic advertisement reading by the swf players from my closet of two apartments ago uh it was the best acoustics we could find we all shut in there alone in the dark reading an ad uh, and we will now take 10 seconds for that And now our panel of good football men will now make their cases for who they believe will lead the NFL in fantasy relevant statistical categories, taking into account offensive systems, injury history, et cetera. If they so choose, I will then Chris Angel mind freak everyone and reveal who will (laughs) with absolute certainty lead the league in each respective category. Gentlemen, who will lead the NFL in passing yards? Let's go down here. Number one, Tom Brady two Justin Herbert, three Matt Stafford. Four, Patrick Mahomes. Five, Derek Carr. Six, Joe Burra. Joey Holes. Seven, Dak Prescott. Eight, Josh Allen. The Stallion. Nine, Kirk Cousins. Ten, A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers. Those were the 2021 leaders. Colt, who will lead the NFL in passing yards? Uh, I'm going Justin Herbert, man. I, I, I love the offense. I love the, the firepower in that division. I love Justin Herbert as a quarterback. I mean, he's just, he's incredible. And we're just, he, we're going to see his apex this year. I believe he's really going to peak, uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer, who I probably will never quit being a Josh Palmer truther. they made improvements to the line. I mean, obviously they made improvements to the defense too, but I think this is Herbert's year, man. I think he, I think he leads the league in passing yards behind him i'd give maybe burrow burrow maybe even Carr, with the addition of adams all right justin herbert it is for you connor who will lead the nfl in passing yards yeah it was tough between herbert and stafford but i think i'm gonna go stafford on this one Ooh, like with, Ooh, with the, yeah with the addition of a rob and i'm just not 100 percent sure that run game is gonna be good yeah. um i mean i i do like acres but i just don't know how effective he's gonna be running the ball, especially after that Achilles injury. And um, he was, Stafford was already third in passing yards um, last season. And he threw 70 less times than Herbert and almost a hundred, actually more than a hundred less times than Tom Brady. So I think we're all, probably see him close to 650 could even get up to that 700 range depends on how many shootouts they'll be in but yeah i'm gonna go stafford on this one like that i love it coach name names so i've got patrick mahomes and i I know that it's a situation i I just feel like andy Reid and eric Bieniemy 
and what they can do offensively. Uh, I, I love, I don't, there's nothing in that backfield with CEH and Ronald Jones that, that get excited about. I still think this offense is going to go through Patrick Mahomes. I see him at about 680 pass attempts and you're going to see him spread the ball a little bit more. You're going to see Travis Kelsey still able to work the middle. I think people are concerned about Tyreek Hill not being able to take the top off, but love the addition of Sky Moore. I think Juju still got something he can do with the underneath game and what they can do offensively there. So look, AFC West is absolutely loaded. He brought up Herbert. I think Mahomes is going to have to win games with his arm yeah love it love it uh unfortunately you're all wrong the answer <laughs> gentlemen uh, is Derek Carr and oh, I'll tell you wow. why it's Derek darling Carr. Derek Carr I'll tell God, you why God it's liner. Derek Carr it's the same reasons first yeah, of all I want to say that we're gonna love see it. we're gonna see 20,000 passing yards in the AFC West can I get yeah. an amen Amen. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I, 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 that's four. That's uh, four amens are around the table here. <laughs> Derek Carr, for the same reasons that Coach gave for Patrick Mahomes, I believe the same will be for Derek Carr. I just think that Josh McDaniels, uh, there's just going to be more attempts. Is my is the differentiator because Pat Mahomes would be second here. I should say Pat Mahomes will be second. Uh, Derek Carr yeah. will be one uh, because I think Josh Jacobs is going to decline further. That offensive line is not very good, except for Colton Miller. The defense is going to be improved, but they give up a lot of yards. The Raiders get by and win games on, on a razor thin margin. But with Devonte Adams, I think the recipe is here for just sheer quantity. Yeah. And I think Pat I Mahomes say, I makes this. Very, yeah. I, well, I, I, yours, yours is, was, my, was very close because I think Pat Mahomes is in a very similar, similar, similar situation. So it's tough between those two, but I did talk to Chris Angel mind freak uh, today and he said, Derek Carr was the one. So okay. uh, it okay. will be Derek Carr gentlemen. Well, I will, will not lead. mess with uh, the mind freak. So I'll, yeah, you do not want to mess with him. He will, <laughs> he will freak your mind. Gentlemen, who will lead the NFL in passing touchdowns? We've got uh, going down one to 10, the 2021 league. Leaders, Brady, Stafford, Herbert, Mahomes, Prescott, Rogers, Allen, Burrah, Holes, Cousins yeah. at nine, and Wentz. What in God's name, Carson Wentz <laughs> at number? How did 10. he get on here? Holy shit! How did he get on my computer? So there were 11 team quarterbacks apparently injured last year that we all missed. I, I think that's what I think that's what it was. Uh, was there a plague in the last three years? <laughs> Because I think that would explain it. That would be the only thing. So Colt went first last time. Uh, Connor. Uh, Here's the underside of the bus. Go ahead. Go first. He's giving you a silent treatment. That means he does not want to go first. I'm he does kidding. not want to go first. Okay. I am not going to edit that out. I absolutely love that. Colt, go ahead, buddy. I, I don't want to double down on her. I, I do, but I don't. For the Listen, sake. man, if you want to, by all means, get her done. Oh, gosh. I, I'm looking at Brady. I'm looking at Stafford. Aaron Rodgers is always a big touchdown guy. His, his yardage aren't, isn't quite. He's never been a big yardage guy. You know, I'm doubling down on Justin, the kid, Herbert, man. This this is his year. I'm telling you, it, I just, I love the weapons. Eckler out of the backfield. Hell, even Gerald Everett's going to pitch in and, and have some fun yeah. here, man. You know, he's a late round target for me in best ball. Um, stacking he, up. He burned me too many times. I'll never know, Gerald I'm, Everett again. I know the feeling. I know the feeling of Everting, but yeah, you could do worse by doing. I did a. I did a quadruple stack in a best ball. I went Herbert, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer, and Gerald Everett. I'm not thinking twice about it, man. That's I, sexy. I, I don't care anybody says, man. Right? Exactly. Mm. Right? Right? There's some That's value right there. there. That's good That's shit. That's the stack. shit. That's I'm just. I I couldn't be more in. I hell. I might even become a Chargers fan this year, dude. I don't know. Say it ain't I, so. Bro. I live in North Carolina, but man, they need some fans, don't they? <laughs> 
Right. Uh, Coach, what do you got? So I was kind of hoping you weren't going to go Herbert because then I feel like, you know, now I'm like, you know, writing your shit here. So <laughs> Keep it sexy, Chief. Go Herbert. Because I went Justin <laughs> Herbert. Nice. Mm. I love it. You know, and truth be told, I flip flopped on this a couple of times as I was going through all my projections. So I've got the entire list of projections on this Excel sheet and I'm sitting there looking at Herbert. I'm like, I just don't see how, how it's can he not, not? Herbert yeah. with, with the weapons he's got. I like what they're doing offensively. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge Eckler guy. I do like the addition of Chrissy Everett. Can I just say that real quick? Just because, yeah. oh, yeah. you know, why not? Yeah. No, I, I think it's Herbert, too. I've got him at 42 touchdowns. That's what I was pick. thinking, 42. That was, yeah. that was my number, too. I didn't say it. So I've got him I've got him two over Joe Burrow. I do think that Joe Burrow is going to sling the rock a little bit more. I'm worried about people talk about the sack rate, who's responsible. For, you know, they, they, they brought in three, two linemen in. And, and so I think Burrow's right there, too. But I, I just think Herbert's the guy, man. I, I think it's everything's aligning and in, in with the Chargers right now. And I just don't see a situation where, like, Mike Williams is going to lead in fantasy points over Keenan Allen. He's still the target guy. I think that Mike Williams takes a step forward in the touchdown game and comes yeah, that guy. Connor, go ahead, bud. You ready? <laughs> I was on mute the entire time. I was just rattling off my answer. I was like, did they not hear me? And I was like, oh, damn, man. I was on mute. <laughs> we thought the cold shoulder was in effect, man. <laughs> I was like, why are they Coach responding? Was like, he, uh, no, sir, he does not want to go first. <laughs> Silent Freeman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to go Herbert, but fuck it. I'll just go Joe Burrow. I mean, it oh, may be yeah. a, it's going to be a homer pick, but I mean, they improved their offensive line. That was their main weakness. And Burrow still had a great season, you know, led the league in uh, completion percentage behind a shit offensive line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if he had just one more second in that Super Bowl, they would have won that Super Bowl. But yeah, I mean, he has weapons. And I think it's honestly, it could be a duel with him and uh, Justin Herbert for touchdown leaders. So, but well, I'll go with Burrow. You great choice. Yards, yards after catch with Jamar Chase when he broke that tackle Baltimore game last year. I mean, you got mm-hmm. Kind of see with guys like that too. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I, I do think uh, uh, you, you know it doesn't matter what I think because Chris Angel Mindfreak called me a few minutes ago and he said uh-huh. that Justin Herbert will lead the league in passing yeah! touchdowns. Hey! He will lead the Thank league you, in passing Angel. touchdowns. Uh, David Blaine <laughs> called me and he tried to convince me that Joe Burrow will lead the mm-hmm. league in passing touchdowns. And I credible. said, No, David Blaine. I just talked to Chris Angel Mindfreak <laughs> and he freaked my mind. But yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that it's very close. Again, I think Herbert Burrow and the other one is Tom Brady for me. So with this, it's sort of the same thing that coach talked about. We're looking for defense that's going to necessitate volume. That's not not necessary for passing touchdowns, but it certainly does help that Mm -hmm. they're out there more frequently. And the other thing is maybe uh, a not so voluminous running game. And my concern with Joe Burrow is that Joe Mixon is a quality, quality player. And my concern with Herbert was that Austin Eckler is is an awesome player as well. The difference uh, with Herbert is with the addition of Zion Johnson and yeah. how well Rashawn Slater played last year yeah. and Corey Lindsley and Matt Filer. God, I wish the Steelers didn't let go of him. But I think that overall, uh, you know, you had Ali Marpet uh, retire for the Buccaneers, which I think they're going to be okay. They've got great pieces on an offensive line, but Tom, it has to happen, right? The Tom Brady, the uh, father time has to kick in at some point. Right, right. Chris Godwin yeah. problems. I think I think Herbert with the weapons, the offensive line, the fact that Austin Eckler is half man, half receiver, half running back. I think that'll lend itself to also being he's a uh, one and a half man, dude. He's he, he is he's all and he's all that is man and more. Uh, I, I think I think it's got to be Justin Herbert and also Chris Angel. Mind freak did tell me so. Gentlemen, 
Beautiful. Who will lead the NFL in rushing yards? Uh, Connor, you cannot escape, my friend. You're up first. <laughs> okay. Uh, for this one, is this assuming everybody plays, you know, well, 17 that, games? That, that, that's up to you. That's up to you. <laughs> okay. So Chris, Christian McCaffrey is, uh, that is at your discretion. And then Chris mm. Angel will tell you uh, what is and what is not later. So assuming everybody's healthy. I mean, I still think it's, I think it's going to be Nick Chubb. Um, mm. ah. With Deshaun Watson. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I think he's going to get a pretty lengthy suspension. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to have to lean on Nick Chubb in this run game. And, uh, you know, they have great offensive line and he was, he was already second in, um, rushing last year behind John the Taylor and he played three less games. So I think if he's healthy the entire year, they're going to feed him the rock. And I think he'll lead the league in rushing yards. Mm. Coach, what say you? So I, I took the obvious, I, I think, path here and I went with Jonathan Taylor. You can talk about the offensive line. I think everybody knows where that right there. So I think there's the quarterback play with Matt Ryan improves from Carson Wentz. I think it opens things up a little bit for Jonathan Taylor. Um, Michael Pittman takes a step up. I just don't know how you bet against the guy. I mean, everything he did at Wisconsin, what he's done in the league since he's arrived in the league. And, and I've got him at uh, 67% of the rush share, a little over 300, about 330 attempts. I just Derrick Henry's right there, but like you said, I think Derrick Henry takes a little bit of a regression this year. I think you, uh, John Cho here a little bit more. And Nick, Nick Chubb is such a great choice. And I wish, like I call this like the Jacoby effect, right? Like I think anybody's excited about Jacoby Brissett as a the quarterback there. So it's obvious I think to say they got to go through Nick Chubb behind the offensive line and Kareem Hunt. But man, I I, I struggle with it because what mm-hmm. what is every NFL team going to do? You're going to stack the ball, of course. You know, Jacoby to beat you. And I just don't see a game script allowing Nick Chubb to be that guy. As much as I love him, and I think he's one of the best pure runners in the game, mm-hmm. I just got to go with Jonathan Taylor. You know, I think the volume is going to be there. I think he's going to be a little bit more involved, I think, in the passing game, a little bit uh, not coming out nearly as much on third down. I'll just see him taking that next step. And- Colt, love talk that. to me. Yeah, this is a really hard task, man. You know, I'm, I'm looking just like you guys are at, at opportunities, uh, line, explosivity, uh, all of these things, right? And Jonathan Taylor is that perfect package. Uh, the Colts line, they lost a couple pieces this year. I love the Taylor pick. I mean, that's that seems like a lock. Chubb is also a great pick, and I think Jacoby is capable enough to move the offense because let's face it i don't think any of us think watson's playing this year at all um i love that saying to the jacob it's pretty mm. it's pretty cool mm. it should be a, it should be a movie uh, but outside of that looking at the guys on this list and just you know glancing around other teams and attempts and whatnot from last year i'm gonna go uh I, i'm gonna stay away from derrick henry i think the attempts will be there but i do agree with coach that i think his uh i think he will regress a little bit this year foot injury he's getting close to 30 years old too and he's got a lot of wear on uh on this tires man i'm gonna go with another explosive back in dalvin cook um i think oh juicy now let's go ahead and let's go ahead and book him for missing two to three games uh because it always okay, happens right. <laughs> he's dislocated his shoulder like 22 times and he's, he's probably planning the week to dislocate his shoulder right now <laughs> right right probably is but i mean he he's one of the highest upside he has that breakaway potential like taylor and henry do to take one to the house i don't see a lot of other guys here that have that i mean Najee's a great talent but a bad line and you know there there could be a couple of low-key underdogs here but i I just think dalvin cook he's shown us uh and i like the coaching change i'm excited to see getting zimmer out of there i think he was just 
kind of archaic, you know, he needed to kind of get with the times of the changing NFL. And um, I, I'm just excited to see what the offense looks like for Minnesota. And I feel like that division is a little more up for grabs this year than it has been like Green Bay may not just own it. Yeah, like, you get you get rid of one player and yeah, the, right? <laughs> the entire division changes. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I like the upside for Dalvin Cook. We know we know he's injury prone. He's likely going to miss two, three games. I, I just think it's all there for him. I mean, their line isn't incredible, but I, I trust the talent. I trust the explosiveness. Man, I like the pick. I, I just like you said. It's the only concern is the games played, right? I know it's hard mm-hmm. to trust, man. It really mm-hmm. is. When I was talking to, uh, well, I wasn't talking to Chris. I was listening to Chris because you listen to Chris. You don't, you don't talk to him. <laughs> you speak only when spoken to in the, in the presence mm-hmm. of Chris Angel Mind Freak. He gave me two names just to toy with me. And that was, uh, sorry, Colt. That was Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb. Nice. He, he said mm-hmm. that there are two teams in the NFL uh, that can line up with the defense knowing full well that they're going to run the ball and have success. And that's the Cleveland Browns and the Colts. He uh, he then mentioned the loss uh, of longtime left tackle Anthony Costanzo. They've dealt with that last year. Eric Fisher came in a little bit. They don't have a left tackle. They have Matt Pryor right now, which, you know, maybe the Colts know uh, something we don't. Uh, I guess from an outsider's perspective, I'm not too thrilled about it. That said, we're talking quantity here uh nick chubb i believe nick chubb will get hurt chris angel uh, told me so uh, mm. and jonathan taylor will lead the nfl in rushing yards this is not this is not phoning it in gentlemen uh this is this this is word of the Lord and amen <laughs> amen to you all uh jonathan well, taylor sure, will lead. argue with that no it, it, it's it's <laughs> a word of the lord and uh, we're and you were all just mind freaked uh jonathan taylor i i really think that uh, this is the perfect recipe for just copious amounts of rushing yards. Uh, I I don't really see much changing. I think Matt Ryan is going to be like the like Brad Johnson esque in terms of being not and not asked to be not asked to do to not asked to do too, too much and and then be amazing at, at, at what he does, leaving the rest for Jonathan Taylor to just feast and you know what i don't really give a shit if his yards per carry drops i think the quantity is going to be there they have enough pieces on the Mm -hmm. offensive line and i don't think they're going to be too jacked to be getting the ball to anyone on the perimeter save michael Pittman. so jonathan taylor so says chris angel mind freak rushing tds who will lead the nfl in them coach what's up Rushing touchdowns hold on here let me let me roll my crystal ball here a little bit so i've got jonathan taylor there too Double down one by one touchdown. It's it's again it's it's a volume play. It's it's what he does in the red zone and and what they do offensively. As long as you've got Quentin Nelson at right guard, it it takes you back to Zach Martin with the Cowboys. As long as you've got a top right guard, everybody knows you're running to the right side. You're running right in that A B gap, and you can follow him into the end zone. You know more often than not. So I just feel like Jonathan Taylor's going to get those goal line touches. I think Matt Ryan puts them in situations where they're you know, second, third, and goal from the one, from the two, and then they're going to get more opportunities there. Yep. Yep. Uh, Colt, uh, I want to say I would follow Quentin Nelson anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere he asked me to go, I would follow Quentin Nelson. Uh, But we just don't talk like we used to. Colt, tell me. (laughs) Talk to me. I'm looking at scoring opportunities based on the offense too, right? The the points they're putting up. And, And Joe Mixon with 13 last year, uh that jumps out at me. I feel like that's a number that could – 
stay the same, maybe go up one or two potentially. I'm going to go with a dark horse here in an offense that I still totally believe in. And coach, I think you're going to love this. I'm going to go with the old vet Zeke. I'm going to, I'm going to go. Wow. Zeke Elliott. (laughs) We can have a whole conversation on that one. Zeke Elliott, (laughs) the little bunnies on the goal line and the one yard line. I know it's bold. Um, I'm just, I'm looking at the offense. Uh, You're right. Yeah, mm. I, I kind of hope I am too. I do think uh, the community in general is way out on Zeke, and I get it. I really do. I mean, he, he was banged up last year, but when he's been healthy, he's been pretty damn effective. Now, we all know Pollard is way more explosive, higher yards per carry. I mean, he just he passes the eye test, right? Somebody trade for that guy. Good God, he deserves to have exactly. his own backfield. He needs a shot. But I do think... I mean, they, they're so tied to Zeke with money. <laughs> yes, I, think, I think they're going to just one keep... year left. This is it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And that's it, too. He's got one year left. So this is a chance for him to kind of prop up his stats and his numbers and maybe try and get a little more money after this year. Don't think it's with Dallas, but I don't know. From like a pure talent perspective, obviously, I have Jonathan Taylor is superior, right? Uh, Joe Mixon, I feel like, is superior at this point in his career, too. So this is, um, you know, I'm trying to trying to be a little um you, you don't have to be contrarian yeah <laughs> hey can i say something real quick on this yeah totally yeah. did you guys know as a cowboys fan right uh-huh i was the biggest z guy all the way up until probably mid-season last year and i used to have this argument all the time with, with the guys over the phil till dynasty and they're all tony pollard guys i was always that guy that argued tony pollard can never be an rb1 between the tackles Ooh, to give you uh-huh. what he did you but yeah. as a complimentary back in oh, the yeah. offense they run as a change of pace guy, yeah, the usage has gone up three years in a row. And so I feel like it's that year where you're either going to feed Zeke a ton knowing you have an out after this year yep, and let him try to make money elsewhere as, as almost like, a, hey, we appreciate everything you've done for this franchise. We're going to give you a chance to chase money somewhere else because you're going to have to take a discount to stay in Dallas. Yep. Man, it's a sexy pick. I, I just I struggle with. The, just the metrics of the last three years and what, what Zeke's done. And I get playing with the PCL injury, but it's almost like a detriment to the team, man. Take two, three games off, man. Get fresh. And let us just lock in Pollard for a couple of weeks in our fantasy. Can we just see it? Yeah. For, you know, three, four weeks in a row, please. Yeah. Yeah. It's a deeper dive. I know, but I just, I do feel I like it. the touch, the touchdown upside for Zeke is there this year. I don't know about his, the, you know, the opportunities and the yardage and the receptions and all that, but I do think, and it's the amount of plays run too. Dallas, they run so many plays. Yeah, they do. Offensively. Uh, <laughs> the division's a little softer. I think they'll have some more competition against Washington with having a semi-capable functional quarterback in Wentz. And I think Philly takes a pretty big step forward this year, but I, I don't know. Call me crazy. I, Chris Angel likely will disagree, but we'll, <laughs> we'll listen up. You're crazy. You're crazy. Connor, crazy, girl. Connor, you may now approach the bench. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the easy answer, uh, JT. Um, he just dominated the uh, rush attempts inside the red zone. What I found crazy is that he had 85 attempts with inside the 20-yard line and only wow. 14 touchdowns. Wow. Everybody wow. on this list. So Damian Harris had 44 attempts and 13 touchdowns. James Conner had 41 attempts and 15 touchdowns. Eckler had 46 attempts and 12 touchdowns and Joe Mix had 39 attempts and 11 touchdowns. So he had almost 40 more attempts and only one, two, three more touchdowns. So honestly, JT could have had 25 touchdowns, maybe 
if yeah. he was more efficient in that in the red zone. So I don't think we've seen the most touchdown. I don't think we've seen his ceiling yet for rushing touchdowns. So, I mean, if he converts like he's not going to convert half of those, but, you know, just like 20, 22 of them. I mean, yeah, I think it's safe to say he's probably going to lead the league in uh, rushing touchdowns this year. Totally see that. What's that, Chris? Yeah, it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Or I'm sorry, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he will lead the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Connor just mentioned everything you need to know. 85? Mm-hmm. 85. In, inside the 20. You've That's got uh, what I'm looking for here is I'm looking for a good offensive line. Obviously, we've got that. I'm looking for a, a statuesque quarterback, not in terms of chiseled physique, uh, in terms of immobility. And that's Matt Heck. Ryan, someone who's not going to vulture away a rushing touchdown on a scramble or a quarterback sneak. I'm also looking for a team that, that doesn't have a, a multitude of great red zone options. You know, I know Mo Alley-Cox and we've got Michael Pittman, uh, but we don't have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I almost said Taj Boyd, Tyler Boyd and, and all the and all that jazz. I think this is another perfect scenario for Jonathan Taylor to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. So says Chris Angel, mind freak. Uh, who will lead the NFL in receptions? Coach, go ahead. Man, this is such, such an easy way out, right? <laughs> I mean, we talked about Matthew Stafford, what he think he's going to do in the passing game with the addition of Allen Robinson, an upgrade over Robert Woods. Uh, so you take a look at that, and Cooper Cup is, is as a receiver guy that breaks film down and looks at a, a full full box of release moves, what he can do in and out of breaks, how quickly he can do that and create separation. He's, he's not, he's not, he's uncoverable. He's, he's the one guy in the passing game that you know where, where the ball's coming to him and you still can't stop it. You can put your best nickel corner on him. You can put your best corner on the outside on him. It doesn't matter. He wins at, a, at an extremely high rate. That Harmon talked about it on a recept with reception perception. I just, the volume is there for Cooper cup and he put up an historic season last year. He's going to regress a little bit. I think that's obvious, but I still think he leads the uh, NFL in reception. So uh, reading down one to 10 for the 2021 leaders, we had Cup, Adams, Hill, Jefferson, Mark Andrews, Deontay Johnson. That's so weird for me to read. Keenan Allen, <laughs> Jalen Waddell, Stephon Diggs, and Hunter Renfro. Wow. Colt, what's up? Uh, I'm going to go with a pretty safe pick here. I, I played the deeper dive contrarian on that last one, but I don't want to get too crazy here. Uh, this is something that Chris Angel may find palatable. Uh, I'm going with Justin Jefferson. Oh, I love it. Um, he had 167 targets last year, 108 receptions, 1,616 yards. And, and I do think that the new coaching staff is going to feature the passing game a little more. I, I think Jefferson is – is reaching his apex, uh, but this year could be the year of just like maximum peak Justin Jefferson, I, I feel like. And Thielen, you know, he's great in the red zone. Thielen, Cousins and Thielen have this like beautiful red zone touchdown chemistry. Uh, but let's face it, man, the air yards go to Jefferson. And, you know, there's a couple of good ancillary pieces there uh, and receivers and KJ Osborne and let's hope Irv Smith is healthy and can be a part of this offense this year too. But I, I think Jefferson, you know, targets are earned and I think Jefferson will command a lot of them. Connor, what's up? 
<laughs> I guess I'll just go with the boring old Cooper Cup answer. Oh, shucks. I know. His contrarian take, I know. That dude's um, unstoppable last year. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously not going to have as good of a season, but even if he does regress, then, I mean, he's still going to catch some passes. And he, was, he had uh, 22 more passes than Adams. So, Adams is has a new quarterback so i don't know if he'll be up there again and then so tyreek hill has two of throwing in the ball so um yeah i think cooper cup is just it's the safe pick and it's probably probably the right one so i think so is it is it though <laughs> uh, like we're I, gonna I, find out yeah i i did i i i got off the phone with uh chris uh chris angel mind freak uh, again just a couple seconds ago and he said uh that justin jefferson will lead the nfl Ew. in receptions Ew. me and chris are in a nice little uh... yeah but i said you know, i said i said i generally don't question chris because he gets upset but i said okay. hey chris why uh why justin jefferson and he said to me cooper cup while his 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 ability within the route tree is excellent, Justin Jefferson is certainly right up with yeah. potentially some greater physical gifts, and he is ascending. Uh, I don't think we've even seen the best of Justin Jefferson. And also, we're looking at um, an offensive line, uh, while not great, uh, can pass block fairly well. We're looking at a bad defense. So um, we're going to be throwing the ball a lot and potentially playing from behind a little bit. Whereas with the uh, Los Angeles Rams, there's no trouble on the other side of the ball. Justin Jefferson and the Minnesota Vikings were also looking at uh, Dalvin Cook uh, while much better than any option that the Rams can roll out. Like we've been talking about, he is guaranteed to go down a number of times uh, in a given season. This was as close as it could get. So said Chris Angel, mind freak, but he did go with Justin Jefferson at the end of the day. He did tell me um, that if he ever did lack confidence, it would be in this. But since Chris Angel, mind freak does not lack confidence, uh, he said with 1000% certainty, it would be Justin Jefferson. Beautiful. Gentlemen, who will lead the NFL in receiving yards? One to 10, 2021 leaders, Cup, Jefferson, Adams, Chase, Samuel, Andrews, Hill, Diggs, Tyler Lockett, and oh my God, Deontay Johnson. Uh, Colt, <laughs> go ahead. Oh man, Deontay Johnson is a little outlier in this list. Uh, looking, a lot of these guys have changed teams, right? And, you know, Debo's role stands to be more receiver esque this year. Uh, I don't think he's thrilled about putting his body on the line for all those carries. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to bake in, like AJ just touched on a little game script, a little game theory, you know, how things may go. Um, that being said, the, the choice I'm going to go with here. I'm going Jamar Chase, man. Just the Ooh. the explosivity that guy showed in his rookie year. You want to talk about somebody cool. who's ascending? And we might not see peak Chase for another year, I think. But uh, Higgins is there. Um, Tyler Boyd, you know, both. Higgins is a great option. I've been trying to acquire him in some dynasty leagues. Um, I don't know. I just think from what we saw from Chase last year, the chemistry with Burrow, the speed – the, hey, hey, don't forget that he has to contend with to be named Cincinnati Bengals tight end for catches uh, and touchdowns and, and routes. You're and right. Everything. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Now, <laughs> um, no. I mean, looking at I'm just glossing over some stats from last year. His long was 82 yards. And I mean, that's that's the longest touchdown. Uh, 84. DK had one that was 80. But that game breaking speed, man. I mean, just 
that Ravens game where he he caught that little slant, bounced off Humphreys, spin move, and was gone. I mean, like those are the kinds of things that stand out in my mind when I'm thinking receiving yardage leader. Love it, Connor. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like all the reasons you guys said, um, I think we'll, we're gonna see a more shift to more pass heavy, especially since Dalvin Cook. You know, he's bank him in for two to three missed games. So uh, maybe try to conserve his body more by leaning on the uh, pass. And he, I don't, I think his ceiling is so high that, um, I mean, I, I don't know if he'll beat 1,900 yards like Cooper Cup did, but I can definitely see 1,800. Well, shit, man. I don't ring. think Cooper Cup's going to beat 1,900 yards from <laughs> yeah. Cooper Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 1,800 is a good number. <laughs> uh, coach? I, I have, and this is super close. So I've got him at a 30% target share, 174 targets, um, 117 grabs. It's the yards per reception. And I think what they're going to do with him in the red zone, I have Justin Jefferson. Mm. Oh. Receiving mm. yards. I, I, I love that. Uh, it's very close. It's a difference of 50 yards between number two. Number oh. two, number two being Cup. Number two being Cooper Cup. Mm. 30% target share sounds plausible too. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting through my uh, Chris Angel Mind Freak feed right now. It is Justin Jefferson. Uh, gentlemen, it's confirmed. It's Justin Jefferson. He will lead the NFL in receiving yards uh, for basically all the same reasons he will lead the NFL in receptions. Also, Chris Angel Mind Freak wanted me to let everyone know it is very difficult to repeat as uh, mm-hmm. as leader in, in these various categories. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's just Murphy's Law or Chris Angel <laughs> Mind Freak is sort of making an arbitrary decision. He must be a Vikings fan. AJ, did Chris give you a number? Uh, I can't say. <laughs> okay. I, I can't say. You need to know what his numbers are. Uh, he we, did. He, let me give you this. He did give me a number, and he also told me he will kill me. He doesn't want you making <laughs> money on prop bets or anything, does he? He doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, Chris Angel, he sort of has his own currency. And also, if you, if you didn't know this, <laughs> Chris Angel does have a a restaurant uh, that serves. I think it serves only lunch, and I'm not kidding. I think it's <laughs> I Kansas, and like it serves only lunch and only two types of food. It's like. Uh, it's like pancakes and, and and burgers or something, some weird combination of like okay, only two okay. foods. Did uh, you say it's a pancake burger? Uh, all right. I don't like know. Like a lunch McGriddle? That's called a McGriddle. Yeah. yeah exactly. McGriddle shout out. Yeah. And I'm assuming he probably plays that introductory song uh, on repeat. So anyone that walks through the door just gets blasted in the face with that mind freak scream, you know, at any given Well, everyone that walks through that door gets mind freaked immediately. (laughs) Uh, Gentlemen, who will lead the NFL in receiving touchdowns? One to 10, 2021 leaders, Cup, Evans, Chase, Metcalf, Adams, Jefferson, Diggs, Thielen, Andrews, Hill. I want to ask a question here. Um, why are we not going high on Stefan Diggs in these various categories? I'm gonna I'm gonna pose that to coach. That's a great question. Man, so I have Stefan Diggs in the top five in all three of these categories. Love it. And I, I think the difference, and I've even got uh Josh Allen with more pass attempts this year than I had last year. Okay. So mm. that bodes well, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, when you've got, I think Mike Evans, I think is a guy that's a, a sleeper, right? And not a sleeper. Well, the wrong word there, but I think he yeah. takes a step up with Goblin missing some time. Yeah. Gronk is now no longer there. I think Mike Evans becomes a guy there. So I've got him in the top four in this Ooh. category. I just think Stefan, there's just Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Justin Jeff. There's so much talent there. Devontae Adams, who's absolutely, absolutely dominant, you know, in the red zone too. But 
I just think Stefan Diggs, unfortunately, it's a year. There's just so many great elite players in that top five that, you know, I just don't see him cracking the top five. Well, I'd say not top five, being the being the wide receiver one in any of these categories. Connor, do you have anything to add here with the uh, the weird aversion we've all had to saying Stephon Diggs in any of these? Well, Gabe Davis is going to score 300 touchdowns. Remember that? that oh yeah, Gabe Davis. Bye bye bye. Never forget Kansas City. No, I mean, Coach put it out perfectly. I mean, he's he's an elite receiver, but I just don't think he's going to be the best that any of these categories, you know, just because I think others are set up in a better situation, I guess I would say. I mean, I still have – I have Diggs as I think my wide receiver three or four, but – I'm all in on that. Always the bridesmaid. But, yeah, I just – I mean, he's going to have a good season again, but I just don't think he's (laughs) going to – I just don't think he's going to lead in anything, any of these categories. Uh, Colt, uh, very quickly, my friend, do you have anything to add or did Coach summarize it perfectly? He pretty much summarizes it perfectly, as you said. And I didn't really hear that role there. Oh, perfectly. There (laughs) There you you go. go, I did did skip out on it. Um, I I do love Diggs. I've got him – within my top five as well um we're doing receiver ranks uh spoiler alert next week on the show um he has the ceiling to be finished number one it's just you know the the target he he commands a lot of targets in the offense but Diggs is that guy that's like you know you go out with your boy and it's like you know you you got someone's gonna have to step on the grenade right yep there's a really good looking chick and there's one that's not (laughs) as good looking (laughs) step on Diggs, the guy that's like to help his brother hook up with the hot kids he's gotta go step on the grenade man (laughs) He's going to occupy the friend for a little bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which is ironic because I'm sure Stefan Diggs is not lacking <laughs> Diggs, I'm in, in the companionship department. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure, you know, if, if he's a, a taken man, I'm sure he's yeah, he's a, a a wonderful, a faithful partner. Monogamous. Uh, he he seems seems like it seems like a like a like a like a good human yeah. uh, out of the University of Maryland, former five star recruit. Uh, did not surprise me when he made it big. Same with Keenan Allen, another big five star gentleman. Uh, played a little safety back then. Uh, so let's get into it here. I want to say, uh, I, I it would not shock me, uh, and, nor. Uh, I didn't dare ask, but he did volunteer. Chris Angel said it wouldn't shock him either if Stefan Diggs actually did lead in any of these categories. Okay, that's comforting. <laughs> that comforting. So said so said Chris Angel. Uh, so um, Connor, go ahead. Receiving Ooh. touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I am going with Mike Evans. For this. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Godwin was here, it'd be a different story because I yep. prefer Godwin over Mike Evans. But with since I think I've seen different reports of how many games Godwin's going to miss, I'm going to assume at least four to five. Being conservative, Gronk retired in quotation marks until he comes back midseason. Um, but <laughs> I don't believe he's retired. Recreate the preseason, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's, he's, with Tom and I'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just he just wants to party a little bit more, so we'll just let him do that, and they'll come back. Um, but no, he's always Mike Evans has always been a touchdown machine. Um, yeah. And with Gronk retiring for now, Godwin's going to miss part of the season. I just think, and he and he's going to be the preferred red zone for Tom Brady, and Tom Brady's yeah. going to throw mm-hmm. it. I think he has a great shot to lead the league in receiving touchdowns. Coach, what say you? So, truth be told, I have got Mike Evans uh, one touchdown behind. Jamar Chase. Uh-huh. Okay. So I share your sentiment uh-huh. on the uh, Mike Evans love. Totally see it, especially based on current roster structure. But 
Jamar, Jamar Chase, again, is that guy. I mean, his yards per reception, what he does after the catch, the volume passing game I think you'll have with Burrow. I think he's going to have even more pass attempts this year. Jamar Chase, to me, is, is the guy there. Now, you do have T. Higgins, and I think T. Higgins takes a step up. I mean, T, I'm a big T. Higgins guy, but I just think Jamar Chase ends up being the guy on the touchdown side. Uh, that does it for me as well. Uh, all of this does. Uh, Colt? Yeah, I I'm totally in agreement with both of these. I'm where we stand now. I'm going to go with Mike Evans is because obviously Godwin, uh, he's going to miss it. Right. Russell Gage. He's going to do some good things too. Definitely yeah. a, a late round value grab in any best ball I've done. Hell, I even drafted Brady Evans and Gage in one of our best balls. And, you dirty um, dog. I feel great about it. I do. Um, now, you know, looking at, I'm looking at some stats here. The receiving touchdown percentage last year for Chase was 10.16%. Mike Evans had a 12.28% touchdown rate. Uh, those are both really high numbers and they could easily come down. I just, Brady, Brady's going to look to Evan. And if Gronk actually does stay retired and, you know, part in on boats and living it up, <laughs> I mean, Evans is the guy. He's the red zone guy. Cam Brate, I mean, he'll get a few of those looks too. Leonard Fournette, probably leak out of the backfield in a couple. But, I mean, Evans has, what does he have, 5,000-yard seasons in a row? Um, he's He's been a touchdown guy his whole career. And I can see that with being a little more of like the only man in town, like the, the big alpha anyways, I think Brady's just going to pepper him in the red zone too. I could see Evans with like 16 TDs this year. Yeah. I had to ask uh, Chris to stop yelling whenever he was uh, reporting this one to me. He, he prefaced it by saying that Mike Evans has the perfect situation to, to lead in this and for all the reasons that that we've talked about thus far uh but yet jamar chase will lead the nfl in receiving touchdowns and he said that because chris is a smart motherfucker i'm telling you i'm telling you what you wouldn't think that he's a big football boy but good god does he love uh the game of pigskin uh jamar chase he said he just does it better this is where uh the talent of a player just sort of defies the fact that joe mixon is probably going to He's going to get his uh, T Higgins will get his uh, Tyler Boyd might even, uh, you know, nibble off a bit of the ends of, of the touchdown cheese, as it were. Uh, Jamar Chase is just that good, though. Uh, 13 touchdowns, despite being uh, amidst that the incredible arsenal that the Bengals trot out there every game. And he still had 13 touchdowns. It was pretty um, low passing volume offense last year, at least the first half of the season. It, yeah. Burrow wasn't yep. throwing a lot. I, I don't imagine that to be continuing. I, 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 right. I think that we're going to see a, a shift towards what got them to the Super Bowl. Yep. And like those concerns with the offensive line, too, early in the season, man. I just feel like they were, let, let's try to figure out this run game a little bit. Yep. Post ACL, yep. offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, because that offensive line did remind me of someone uh, who forgot to check and see who uh, who was on the roster. And then at like three games before the preseason was like, oh, shit, we uh, who's going to. Oh, Christ. Uh, uh, right guard. Who's starting? Oh, fuck. OK. Um, is there anybody hey, else? No. OK. Oh, shit. Um, OK, well, we'll get it next year. And, and you know, now we've got Lel Collins and. um We've got Alex Kappa coming in uh, and like, like Connor talked about earlier, this is going to be a much improved offensive line. I a po- point is a cha- I think chase is just that good. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this transcends um, the, uh, the situation. Oh no, I forgot. No, I didn't forget. Gentlemen, uh, 
Welcome to the suffering, the pronunciation game, words Evan can't say and no, you may not opt out of any of these. Connor, you're familiar with this with this particular method of torture. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the first one to show uh, coach uh, what's what here. So the first name here is Clemson's quarterback, former five star recruit. We thought he would be the number one overall draft pick after he torched Notre Dame in a loss. Um doesn't quite look like that anymore, but uh, he does have a name. And what is it? Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, DJ. There we yeah, go. Now that. Yeah. Yeah. Cruising? Um, well done. Well done. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you are mm. uh, gully. No, gully? Yeah. Well, you can stop there. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, incorrect. It is DJ Ui Ungalale. I think. Think Did you throw an in, in there? Like throw an in in there. Yeah, uh, I guess it was implied. <laughs> don't even how know how else to put it. So uh, our next one is an edge rusher, not from BYU. He went to Villanova. Uh, yes, they do play football there. I actually don't think they play football there anymore. He is an edge rusher from Villanova, was drafted by the Kansas City Chefs, and now plays in the Bayou for the Saints. Coach, what's his I'm name? I'm going to go with Tano. Pass it on. The G is silent. The K is silent. And if it's not right, then pass it on. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Well that's played. very good. That's very yeah. good and wrong. Uh, the K <laughs> does exist. No, no, no. They, they're, they're saying it wrong. They're saying it wrong. <laughs> they're saying it wrong. Hanno <laughs> uh, is, is is what his mother prefers. Uh, this oh, next one, again. center. You should know this one, coach, but I'm not going to give it to you for that reason. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is the center for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he was raised on mostly cheese because he went to Wisconsin. Connor, what's his name? There are two acceptable answers. Okay. Tyler Biadesh. Nope. Almost. Gosh. Almost. Almost. Nope. Uh, Biadesh? He stepped right into it, though. Uh, so uh, you were close with the second one is Tyler Biadesh, and we will also accept <sighs> Tyler, Tyler uh, Badass. That is also an acceptable <laughs> answer. Uh, the next one. <laughs> Coach, uh, he plays for the New York Giants, but not very well. He went to Old Dominion, played for the Monarchs. Uh, he's an edge rusher. Uh, what is his name, though? Man, the first and last name. You couldn't give me a DJ here or a Tyler? I uh, <laughs> well, don't you know. Tano, right? I feel good about that. <laughs> I'm going to go with O'Shawn because O'Shane seems too easy. And I would say Jimenez, but he's not Hispanic. So I will go with Dominguez. Mm. Nope, it's Osh- O'Shane <laughs> Shimenez, like a yeah. nice little dance. Like a little little little. I love the analyzation though. <laughs> I got the O'Shane right though, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the effort is, is refreshing. Uh, so the next one is Ryan's favorite. Connor, this is for you. This is a former first round draft pick cornerback out of Auburn, plays for the Miami Dolphins, but not very much. What's his name? Gosh, okay. Uh, Noah. Igbuna oh, yeah. No, I'm gonna stop you right there. That was uh dead from so uh, close. from that was that was DOA, my friend. It's Noah Igbinogany. Uh it's like skiing because once you get it, once you say it and, and you say it correctly, it is fun to say. Nice slalom. Igbinogany. It's a yeah, it's that's part of a nice slalom. So the next one, one week fantasy darling, and this one is for coach. He played at Bemidji State, the fighting caterpillars uh, we when yes. i i don't know we never really figured that out uh, he now plays for the St- uh sure yeah he now plays for the steelers uh he played for the new england patriots uh what's his name 
if I remember correctly, Gunner is the first name. I think that mm-hmm. was pretty, pretty self-explanatory. And I will play off of Mike Shashevsky and go with Olszewski. Nailed it. Oh, Bingo. nailed Cooking it. Crisco, nailed baby. it. Take no prisoners. He did. My work is done here. Work yeah. is work <laughs> is almost concluded. Uh, so the next one, Connor, this is Navy's head coach. Uh, he keeps the triple option alive as sort of a living museum. So the youth know what it looks like. Uh, he's been there for like 12 years or something. What's his name? And uh, Niu Tamalo. I'm. You're on the no, right track. It, but no, not really, though. It's Ken Niamatololo. It's not very oh, good, Connor. He hit those first um, really It's Niamatololo. not very good. It's Ken Niamatololo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the next one. Uh, Ryan really wanted this one, so we gave it to him. This is an Oklahoma Sooner presently. Uh, hopefully, Brent Venables can can figure out what the hell to do with him because Alex Grinch certainly had no idea. Uh, he had a great game against Kansas, but so did Colt and I. What's uh, what's this gentleman's name? I don't know if this is going to be right or not. I feel good about David, although I was going to go David just to be a little, mm-hmm. little you know, maybe you guys <laughs> trying to trick me here. <laughs> David Awagbu. I'll, I'll give it. Yeah, let's let's call it. Yep, that's yeah, a win. Yeah. That's, that's a win. Fair. David Agwagbu, but Agwagbu. I mean, who, who's to say? Okay, the next one is for both of you, and I want you to pronounce oh, it at one. the same time. Uh, I'm, I'm going to count down three, two, one. Go ahead, everyone, all at once. Come on. Yeah, come on, Connor, get in there, bud. John Christian. Come on, I show what I kept fair. John Christian. Judges, Chris. Oh, that's correct, gentlemen. We'll Great allow job. It. We'll allow okay, it. congratulations <laughs> tonight's winners of the McCorkle Award, Connor and Coach Bruce. Give a round of applause. Let's go. Let's go. Put that on your mantle. Oh, yeah, Last episode's winner, Maddie Daddy. Okay, gentlemen, uh, that's normally two of them, but it's just Colt right now. Colt, let's let's applaud these guys for taking the of time course, to be course. with us tonight. Well played, gentlemen. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Connor. Welcome back, and thanks for being here, Coach Bruce. Same thing, absolutely. Uh, thanks for taking the time out. We Thank had you. to we had to do this three times uh, before <laughs> it finally worked. My goddamn internet, uh, gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, Connor, plug your shit for us first. What are you doing? Where can people find you? What's up? What's down? Also, uh, correct any fuck ups that I made earlier. No, you can find me on Twitter at, at Combine NFL. And um, I have an article coming out, bold predictions for um, uh, Roto Underworld. So be Ooh. on the lookout for that. Should be dropping on Thursday, they said. And then I'm going to work on a couple more articles for some sleepers, um, busts. Um, best picks too. So be on the lookout for those. Yeah, if you're not if you're not following the, this 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 fine boy, uh, you're not doing it right. Uh, same thing goes for Coach Bruce. Thank you so much for being with us, Coach. Again, reiterate, uh, correct any of my nonsense that was incorrect, and tell us what you're doing, where people can find can find you, and then just uh, another little brief plug for Project Thirty Two, if you. I appreciate that. So at Coach Bruce One Twenty Two. Uh, where you can find me on Twitter. I am obviously doing the uh, Project 32 over at Yards Per, breaking down all 32 teams uh, prior to the preseason week one. And then I am doing some rankings for Fantasy Pros. And uh, right now, man, I'm a free agent, hoping to start up a podcast again, but we'll we'll see where that goes. I've got a couple ideas in the hopper, a couple people I'll be talking to this week. So hopefully you guys will catch me on a podcast. If not, I would love to come back and join you guys again as a guest at some point, but I'll I'll go down that road. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, RIP to the coach approach. Uh, Excellent, excellent work. And uh, to your co-host, former co-host, Brett, 
as well. A shout out to uh, a hey, shout, shout out, out to, to Brad too, real quick, if you don't mind, man. He, he's, please, please. He's playing a ton of golf. He's been coaching golf. He coached high school football for 25 plus years, and he's going to take his crack at making the senior tour in golf next year. He's focusing on that. Oh, right now. let's go. God, awesome. Ryan is going to be so damn jealous that he wasn't here for this. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Feel better, bud. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Shall We Football podcast. Please subscribe to our lightly seasoned podcast on any podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. And please leave us a five-star review wherever you Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. That's at SWF underscore podcast. Listeners, please take a second, retweet our new episodes on Thursday mornings. We very much appreciate it. Uh, gentlemen, did you know that Texas is back?